bet you, I bet you, you don't want none. Good day. It's the best day of the week. Great day to be alive. Great day to get better. I'm KL Frierson, and ladies and gentlemen, I have a special guest with us today. We're talking the gorgeous, the beautiful, the talented, hardworking. They'll teach us a little something about support today. Miss Tabitha Kelly, aka Tabby Renee. We all here. <laughs> So how you doing? I am excellent and well. How are you? I'm doing well. Can't complain. I can. Yes. I can, but ain't nobody <laughs> listening, so I don't. Oh. I try not to. <laughs> but uh, yeah, definitely welcome to the platform. Uh, we're glad to have you here. Um, just to kind of let everyone know how I ran across you. I um, was just, I think I, I found you first on Facebook, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And um, my niece came to me and she said that she was looking for someone to do a voiceover for. Now, I hadn't approached you about this yet because I was like, I got to I got to establish a relationship first. So why would I why would I just uh, jump off the porch like that? So I I typed in voiceovers and literally your profile is one of the first profiles that came up. So I was like, okay, let's see. And then I saw a few of your comments and I'm like, oh, she's silly. Oh, she. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then I read some more and I was like, nah, no, she's extremely insightful about a few things. And then the one that got me was um, was proper support. And and we'll definitely dive into that um, a little a little further into the pod. But um, for the listeners and uh, potentially viewers, um, let the people know who you are. Hey, I am Tabitha <laughs> Kelly, a.k.a. Tabby Renee, as he said before. <laughs> I'm a certified ophthalmic assistant and scribe nurse, and I also have a couple of side hustles. I am a professional encourager with Ivy Exec. Mm-hmm. I am a voiceover actress, and I've also done theater, and I model, honey. Yes, okay. I do. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. All right. So um, where are you from? I'm from Mount Olive, North Carolina. What? Where in the hell is Mount Olive, North Carolina? You tried it. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> oh, man. North Mount Olive. Has anybody ever heard of the pickle places? I know you've seen it in the grocery stores. It's a oh, place. okay. I yes, pickle place. The pickle place. Dudley, Wilmington. Well, it's about two hours east to Wilmington, but it's a little small town. Okay. We got one Rebel track. Right. Barely one okay. Walmart. <laughs> okay so it's uh, you know you from a small place when you got a reference of a, a bigger smaller place oh you know, you try. Yeah. <laughs> i'm just saying i mean help that little hard stay growing baby yeah like, yeah yeah now now exactly what do you do i know you you said what you did a little bit yes. so what is it that you do i know that um senior advisor apple yeah, senior advisor at Apple. So okay. basically, when customers call in, they need assistance, and that that true one just ain't getting it like they need to get it, honey. They I send it you. to me. So you. any issues with your iPhones? Um, if we need to send out requests for technical assistance for special unique issues, people call me. Um, I help with engineering and those software updates, honey. You need to do them because everybody's like, oh, 
there's always something broke. And I was like, this is what the software versions or updates are for. When you guys tell us something is wrong, we create a fix for it. That's what the software um, update fixes. So update your software. Thank you. You heard it here first. Tabby Renee. (laughs) Update your software. Damn it. Do it. Now, I updated my software one time and I used to have this little folder where I could hide pictures and stuff. And I, I, it, it, it wouldn't give me access to that folder. You know what? That's something we'll talk about later. Yeah. Yeah, I had to, I had to delete the app. I just had to delete the app. It wasn't no good no more. I guess they didn't update when you guys updated. There you go. That's a third party (laughs) app feature, not Apple software. There you, you one of them customers. I see you right now. Oh, no, no, no. Mm -hmm. I'd rather try to figure it out myself before I call. (laughs) (laughs) but <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's one of those things i can't call about i can't just hey man you know i had this app where it was a calculator and then you know i was looking for my st- y'all y'all don't you're right you better my call the third party <laughs> app all the information is in the app store there you go mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's kind of pivot here um yes. what what is it that you're passionate about doing? i know what it is that you do your your day job. I know Apple, but what is it that you're passionate about? If Tabitha Kelly could do what she truly wanted to do, what would it be? I am a hope dealer. Your your personal hype man. I absolutely love it. I absolutely adore it. I was able to step into my passion um, last year at being a professional encourager or executive mentor is the title at at, uh, IB Exec. And I love it. I, I love being people's personal hype man because I don't believe we hear that from each other enough. Like, you're, do you really recognize how phenomenal and dope you are? And if you believe that, you could do so much more with your life. Oh, wow. Okay. So you've, you've got purpose behind what it is that you're purpose behind passion. Yeah. So, so why that? Why, why the, why the support of, person why why that extra boost oh well mm, i've been that person where i have been i've been the supportive friend well no one has really said okay well she needs to be supported too and whenever you experience a lack of something you therefore are more compassionate towards the need for it so in recognizing the places where i feel as if i have been lacking in receiving I believe that you should give that first, but then also quantify your boundaries. Because if somebody ain't giving you what you give, honey, if reciprocity ain't found at the table, you need to get up. I got you. So that's that's what I I believe that things you go through teach you emotionally. They give you emotional intelligence to know a need more than anybody else does. So you have to make sure that you break that cycle with you. Okay. How important is emotional intelligence to you? Because I, I spoke about that briefly when I did the, the last podcast, as a matter of fact. It is essentially important, child. It, it For me, it's a determining factor whether I stay in your life or outside of the baby. I can mm-hmm. dig that. I definitely can dig that. I definitely can dig that. So the best escape for you. What is it that you do to get away from everything? Because I know um, Apple can be taxing. I also know that always being the supportive one can be taxing. So when it's one of those, hey, I don't want to be bothered with y'all. I got to I got to fleet a little bit. What is it that you do? What's your escape? Um, my escape is that amazing massage um, for 30 minutes or 60 minutes and an awesome jazz concert. Give me some Robert Glasper. 
Erica Badu, Legacy, okay. Ooh, so Eric Robeson, and we good. Okay. Music is my escape, but I also write. I also like to read books. What, and what kind of writing? Oh, honey, I think so. You, you see my poetry. Don't play with me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but they have it. They don't know anything about it. So that's that's the thing. Poet yeah. as well, yes. Okay. I got you. That's what's up. That's what's up. See, y'all, y'all just surrounded by talent, and y'all don't even realize. Tab walk past y'all all the time. You just don't know. Ah, <laughs> it's crazy. It's supposed to come in and inquire, baby. I got you. Now, mm-hmm. I I know that you're interested in sculpting as well. Yes, my okay. family. We grew up with being very artistic, so we've done watercolor painting, sculpting. Cray pies, any sort of medium you could think of, my family and I have done it. I love okay. to do it. Okay, and I was going to ask you what was your favorite medium, as a matter of fact. Cray pies. Really? Cray pies, yes. Because it's like, it's it's a combination of like watercolors. You can smudge it, you can make oh. all sorts of shadowing effects. It's vibrant, it's nice. Yeah, you know, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna blend some colors, of course, but <laughs> it's really easy to use and it's very it's highly creative. Now, if you want to splash some paint, that's a different thing, but just creating spaces and beautiful emotive painting or works of art, trade puzzles, where is that for me? I got you. So normally I don't invite people on unless they uh they've heard about us. So so how how did you discover the podcast? Well, I discovered the podcast I was roaming around Spotify one day because okay. I actually heard about your podcast before I knew it was actually you. I, I was. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. We are more than the podcast. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, one of my girlfriends, I belong to these, one of these beautiful um, African-American women's groups, uh, mm-hmm. African-American Black Women Uncensored. That's what it is. Okay. Uh, it's hilarious. Darlings, child, honey, women, if you are on Facebook, look for Black Women Uncensored, and I tell you, you will never live another boring day in your life. <laughs> um, but but it is amazing. So the episode of the podcast was We Are More Than Bad Sex. Bravo! Oh, and- wow. <laughs> <laughs> that was the one? <laughs> When I was, I was done, but it was, I, it was absolute fact. No, no bars hold. It's something that everybody needs to experience because, you know, that's just stuff you just don't talk about. You need to talk about. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. I, I totally agree. And that's, I'm not going back down that rabbit hole. Uh, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even want to put nobody on French. <laughs> That episode yeah, was hilarious. Yeah, honey. yeah. but it's <laughs> it's one of the, it's important. Like I didn't realize how important sex was in a relationship until I had bad sex in a relationship. Aww. And it was just one of those things where I'm like, you know what? Uh, I'm not gonna do another day of this. I'm cool. I'm good. I'm good. Like we good. I think gotta make my testimony. I was yeah. like, if I ever do, I know what to do though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like I, I guess it's one of those uh, coaching people up. Yeah, I, I ain't a, I'm, I'm not necessarily a fan. Uh, it's one of those, uh, how can we start? You're not carp- coachable. Oh, no, I'm coachable. I'm very coachable. But the thing is, is that coaching someone that I'm kind of looking at. Okay. Here's an example. You know how something goes bad in a relationship is a pet peeve of yours. And then instead of trying to address it again, what you do is you start trying to find ways out of the relationship. Bravo! <laughs> 
So I think, I think, I think that, I think that what it, that, that's what it morphed into, but that's, that's no, yeah, it's terrible. It's no here or there, mm-hmm. but yeah, you know, it's, 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 yeah, it's, it's crushing, <laughs> y'all. It's crushing. It's crushing to let someone know, Hey, you know, this is not your gift. Um, you got to make room for other things. But anywho, that's that's beside the point. So I'm glad that you all uh, I'm, I'm glad that you all dug that episode. What's the name of the group again? Because I'm I'm about to follow y'all, as a matter of fact. You can't come. It's black women un- um black women uncensored. Uncensored. You can't come, huh? Well, I'm a, well, I'm gonna just give y'all a shout out. That's what I'm gonna do. Thank you. I'm gonna give y'all a shout out. I know I can't the ladies. Join. Yeah, I gotta I'm a I'm gonna create a ghost account. <laughs> Wow. I, I'm not going to do that. Not, wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, everybody should have their space. And and this is the space for the ladies. So, um but hey, that that we need to get a part get get to that as well. What's up? Definitely. Yeah. So, let's um let's talk about something that that really piqued my interest in what it was that yeah. that you said. You had this post and you were talking about proper support. And my question to you when I read it, because I wanted to, I wanted you to go into depth, but you didn't. What in the hell is proper support? <laughs> proper support is more than just saying, oh, I'm going to be your cheerleader. It's knowing the way you need it. Or oh. at least, at least caring to ask the way that you need it. So you mean to tell me that someone needing support in a certain way is important? Exactly. Okay, I'm gonna jot that down. Continue. Carry on. I'm sorry. I didn't that <laughs> <laughs> because it's 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 the same as a love language. If okay. you're giving support, the only way that you know how to receive it, you're totally missing the way that a person may need it the most. A person may not need a motivational speak before they or speech before they go somewhere else to do something. They may need for you to hug them and say, "You know what? I believe in you," or affirm them in a different way. Whereas a person may take a, a motivational speech. As you battering them or, you know, just you saying, do you need to do this into this? And people don't like that. Some people don't like that. And some people, um, their best show of support is to just be there. And just to be present. I can dig that. I can dig that. I, I, I think I'm one of those people, just depending on the situation. Um, if it's like performance related, be there. Like, I, I don't need to hear the just yeah. be there. If it's death related, be there. Like this, don't, I don't, I don't need the, oh, it's going to be a, do you need me? The, uh, you know, the hug, the church hugs with people, they rock oh. you and you're afraid of the rock because, you know, <laughs> if they rock you too far, you're going to start crying. Like just, just be in my, be in my space. <laughs> like don't, don't ask me too many questions. Just be in my space. But it's, right. it's refreshing to hear someone say proper support versus just being supportive. Because I think that's a lot of times where we miss it. And the fact that you compared it to love languages, which I hate, not hate, not hate, which I am not the biggest fan of. Um, because that's one of those things where I say that people with low emotional intelligence need a guide and the love languages are a guide to help them kind of understand. Mm-hmm. But it, that's that's something. Yeah, right? You don't like dummies. I see that. Uh-huh. Say what? Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't like uh-huh. You heard it here. Ooh. He doesn't like dummies. 
That's not true. I'm a huge fan of dummies. Like there's the, crash, there's the crash test dummies. What? There's the like I think they're adorable. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so, so you let's let's take you. Who do you expect proper support from? I expect proper support from boo, husband, family, children, mother, father, sister, brother, and friends. If you say you're down for me, I reserve the reciprocate of who I am because there. You could ask any of my friends. You doing something? What you need? Where you at? Where we going? What do you need specifically? And then tell me exactly what you need. I actually give a directive because some people don't know if you're going to be there and people don't know how to ask for it. You have to have enough EQ to say, okay, I understand you don't know how to ask for what it is you want right now. So just tell me what, what feels good for you. And I will do that if they've yawned it on me, but <laughs> let me, let me know what it is that you, that makes you feel like this makes you feel supportive, makes you feel loved, makes you feel cared for, makes you feel important. And I will do that. So so how do you pull yourself outside of that in order to be able to get that accomplished? How do I pull myself out, out of that? Well, what because a lot. Have you come across a situation where you feel like your support is a selfish thing out of like um, sometimes codependency and those kind of things? Like, How do you separate? How you separate those things? Like I'm being supportive so I can be seen or I'm being supportive because I'm actually supportive. Oh, well, the thing is, is that about that is whenever you quantify it with what type of way do you need to maybe need me to be supportive? Because at that point, you make it about the person you're supporting. Gotcha. Not saying, oh, I'm here. I'm down for all of my friends. I want to be seen. I'm that cheerleader. Instead of receiving that God complex like support. You know, you're like, what do you need specifically? And if it's nothing but me calling you after you've done that or before you've done that, whispering in your ear, you've got this, babe. That's it. I'm good with that. But anything other than that, you make it about yourself. Does support or proper support, because I'm going to stop saying the word support. We talking about proper support, y'all. So does proper support um, change according to the person? Like, yes, I know. It does. Okay. So it's say that again. It's specific. Okay. It is specific to the I mean, come on, person. Man. <laughs> um, because their needs may be different. And depending on the occasion, if a person is not as um, nervous about something, they mm-hmm. may not ask you, ask you for certain requirements um, for that, depending on who your friends are. Now, this also does go according to your level of friendship because you ain't been giving out this level of support to everybody. You have your acquaintances. <laughs> you have your friends. And we know where we're going to place them. Amen. So (laughs) lessons that I've had to learn the hard way. That's why I made the face because I'm, I'm, I'm King supporter. Like I'm, I'm King, you know, what do you need? What do you need? What do you need? And I don't know if you're like this at all. And I've heard you say reciprocity and reciprocation. Um, Do you find yourself where you're such a supportive person? Like you're that, that, person that people can come to that encourager you you just kind of know those things even things that they're not asking for just based off of who you are and you're you're being observant where when you need the support you don't necessarily know how to ask for it now that is something i used to have a problem with i i I, for some dumb reason i don't know why i really thought everybody thought like me Uh, what do you mean you don't know how to support me i was expecting me from other people 
And you cannot blame yourself for being, some people are just wiser, naturally wiser in other areas than other people are. You can't blame yourself or fault yourself because you have that innate wisdom and they don't. But you also can't get mad at them either if you didn't ask for what it is you want. So on one hand, you can be upset because nobody's supporting you the way that you that you support them. But also you can be fault yourself and say, what well, did I ask? Did I make sure they knew this was a problem for me? At some point, you do have to speak up for yourself. And then after that, well, honey, it's a choice <laughs> of what you do with that information. Gotcha. So what was the change? What was the turning point for you? The turning point for me, I would say the first time I really had to enforce a boundary. Um, I had a 13 year friendship to the point where her husband was my child. My, my husband and her husband were friends and um, they were like, you know, really close to my child, their godparents. And so I was the only person reciprocating anything. I mean, come so on, I man. A discussion with her and she said, oh, yeah, I'm the lazy friend. If, you know, I know I'm the lazy friend. And I was like, what you mean? You know you're the lazy friend. What you, so you are, are you are okay with letting me pull all the work to be your friend. And you just, child, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. that day I was done. And I told her I was done. <laughs> because <laughs> don't do that. If you know, if you have this person, I mean, to the point where I treated this individual like a sister. I would give her into my last, and I have, and I had no problem with that. But whenever you uh, you continue to give and give and give, and you're like, oh, no, I'm having a bad day, but I can't call anybody. I need to borrow some money. I can't call nobody. Right. You know, start thinking about those things when you feel really alone. Those moments are teachable because they tell you at some point, okay, yes, you got to make sure you're okay. Yes, you are self-reliant and independent. But at the same time, you should be able to come to somebody when you need help, too. I got you. So, yeah, I think that that was the uh, that was the turning point that I hit. I had, I hit a lot of things later in life. That was something that I just discovered because I didn't realize the kind of support that I needed until I was faced with it. And then it was uh, no one there. So I'm like, oh, OK, cool. I got you. Yeah. And it went from a, I got y'all to a no. Correct this. So like it's it's one of those things. But, you know, I've been in therapy. I'm 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 doing <laughs> I'm doing a lot better now. Um, and I'm, I'm not afraid of, of, of therapy at all. How important is it for you to set those boundaries when it, when it comes to support though? Proper it is essential. Support. It will break you. Proper support. Uh-huh, yeah, I got you. Proper support. Uh, it will break you if you don't. I, I, my, so my story is a teachable lesson. Um, so I, you know, I talked to you about this. I had gotten really, really sick about two years ago uh-huh. and. It was basically where I wanted to begin my own business without the support of my then husband. Um, because he, you know, he, he, he didn't, you know, adamantly say, Hey, I don't want you doing this, but he wasn't supportive either. Right. So it was basically just running back and forth. The home didn't suffer. He didn't suffer. The child I did and my body just crashed and it took all of these great accomplishments that I had done and made them seem very small without his support. So not only was my body broke down, but also at that point, my self-esteem, I was being self-critical. Well, it's just not big enough. And everybody's like, girl, you did that. I was like, well, he doesn't think so. And then you start to realize, right. <laughs> start to realize that number one, maybe you're not supposed to put so much value on what your spouse says. Maybe you're supposed to still remain as far as, you know, the number one counterpart of yourself. 
maybe you're supposed to keep most of your confidence in your star player and not necessarily the other person. Because just because they're your spouse doesn't mean they're going to agree with you on a thousand other different things. Right. So if, if you don't establish a boundary, which I had to learn how to do in the wrong way, <laughs> in the most worst of ways, if you don't enforce the boundary because you've been that reciprocate and that person has not ever been required to do that for you. Gotcha. So they're like, what's, what's the difference now? I got you. So what do you do um, in those instances? And I know you said you're a you're then husband. Um, was that the beginning of the end? Yes, child. Okay. I got you. <laughs> I got you. So, <laughs> so what do you do when you can't get the proper support that you're asking for? You do have to, at that point, withdraw your energy, withdraw yourself, withdraw your resources. Okay. Yeah. Cause what's the point of you're, you're, you're actually at that point admitting I'm pouring my resources into an empty well. There's never going to get anything back to me. Honey is a black hole and they don't give back the light. Black hole. Damn. That's tough though. That's I mean, it's 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 true though. It's true. Give that energy to so imagine how much more you'd grow if you gave that energy to somebody who's who first of all appreciated it right. and then gave it back. I got you. See, because when it comes to things like I'm I'm not big on um reciprocation, if you will. Um let me explain. Thank you. Let, let me explain. <laughs> so when it comes to things like love, um, love's the action word. And if I'm giving it, it's not a necessity that I receive it back in the, in the same manner or the same amount because I don't, I don't put a number on it. I don't, I don't quantify it. Um, and it's the, I'm learning that support is different than that aspect of things because Love is love. Like love doesn't seek love. It doesn't say I love you so it can big itself up. You know, the whole first Corinthians 13 went through them. Uh, but it's, it's that, (laughs) (laughs) is that kind of thing. And I, like I, I've studied love before. Um, man, I did a whole four, almost six year stint just studying it and just from the, the secular world, from the, you know, spiritual and all of these different types and the the greek and the latin all of that just to try to figure out like what it was really all about and i think proper support not just support but proper support is a type of love it's a uh i mean it i guess that love languages it goes into acts of service and words of affirmation and gift giving and all of that jazz too, just from a support standpoint. But does it need to be reciprocated or does it have to be reciprocated in the same amount or just some kind of reciprocation to show appreciation? Okay. What we would like, what would be, what would be ideal is right. if it was the same level or same amount, but no, it doesn't have to be because at what I, well, something that I do realize in my 14 years of marriage is that maybe that really is the best that they can do. Man. <laughs> maybe, maybe uh, it just really is the best, the best that they know how. Tabby Renee just said a mouthful. Y'all ain't even here. <laughs> maybe it is. Yeah. You just, know, 
just because seconds. you know how to give so much. You have a, a large capacity mm-hmm. and that person just may not have that. And it may, they may be giving you all that they have, but if all that they have is five pennies, you got two dollars. It don't add up. Mm, not that's a hard one. Not at all. That's uh that took you somewhere just now. It's here. Yeah, that, 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 that took you somewhere. It, it definitely as hell took me somewhere because um, it put it put some past things in proper perspective. It's one of those they ain't have it, and it's fine. And for a long time that they don't have it has been one of those things where I'm like, all right, cool. Well, you got it. So just, just kind of shoulder the load, kind of teach. But that's when I started losing myself and trying to show someone how to be supportive. Cause I've always been taught, um, my dad and I have these conversations still be a good person, be that friend because, and even if they don't know how to, they know examples of what a good friend looks like now. So maybe not for you, but they can take that over into the next room of whatever. And I'm like, all right, cool. Stay right there. Okay, let's talk. Stay right there. That's something I want to talk about. Okay, so at what point do you say, you know what? We're not on the same level. Let me. And that's the thing. That's the thing. And that's 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 what attacked my. is, Is twofold. One, I got real selfish. The other is that it it attacked my. That those questions where I'm asking, is it me? So where I got selfish in that was, well, I've put all this work in showing you who it is that I am and what it should look like and how we should move forward for me to then let's talk about relationships. You share the shit with another man. Now that now that you know how to be supportive and now that you know how to do these things and so forth and so on, you just share this with the next dude. You didn't come circle back this around. Right. The person who gave this to exactly. you who invested all this. I know. Yeah. I but, <laughs> but then I, I had a I had a moment where it was, okay, cool, you can feel that way, but would that put you in a position where you're constantly critical of how? Because you taught them XYZ and then they're still not doing things the way. So now you, you've got a, a rubric that you're kind of measuring and grading what it is that they're doing. Or are you just looking at it as time wasted or those kind of things? Like, so, and I don't believe in time wasted. That's another thing I don't believe in. You have to look at it from their perspective. Right. Okay. Say if you went to, you know, a class, right? Uh-huh. And the teacher just taught you whatever it is that you just learned. Would you have more confidence going outside of the classroom, doing what you were just taught or staying in the classroom under the critical eyes of your teacher? Uh, yes, is the answer to both of them. But I'm a different monster. <laughs> I'm a different monster. And the reason why is because I would have the confidence where I'm in that classroom that now that what you've taught me, I know. So if I mess up, you can help me. But if I'm out and about, I'm teaching you and I don't have that resource to to pull back from. So. So, yes, to both of those, because it's it's one of those when I know what I know, what I know, I can go out into the world and, and teach it as if now I'm the teacher. But without all the errors, without all the mistakes, without all of the debt of that relationship or that experience right. on that, you have a lot more freedom, you have a lot more confidence naturally. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. And that was that was one of those things. Like I said, selfishly, I used to look at it like that. I stopped looking at it like that. My mid 20s to where it was just one of those things where and and it, it crept up, crept back up every now and again where I'm like, I put in a lot of work. And for me to put in this work for you to now understand for this to be done and you to share the the fruits of my labor with someone with else. Somebody else. Yeah. And that, I was Ooh. like, okay, that's, that's, it, it hurt because it I, I would look at, and I know we've gotten off topic, but it's cool. I would look <laughs> at those kind of things. Like when a relationship fails, whether it's a friendship, whether it's a romantic relationship, if it's a work relationship, if it fails, I take it as a personal failure. And I, I had to learn how to start coming out of that to where yeah. it's, it's more than just you that's involved. Like is if this thing happened, then yeah, take your blame of it. But then there's also blame to be passed around or not. You could just be on different levels, whatever the case may be. But I used to take that thing personally. Like, yeah, I, I was in bad shape for some time. Sometime. However, yeah. <laughs> But I'm good now. I've been delivered. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So, so how, how supportive are you really? I know that you've, you've said you're that one that, you know, you, you assess the situation and then you set the expectations on how things are supposed to go. You know, your people well enough in order to, kind of start filling those voids and needs you you ask where do you need me specifically versus someone asking and not really knowing what it is that that they need how good are you really at being supportive well i'm I'm, this toot your horn i'm just saying Uh, (laughs) (laughs) for a personal report and i really didn't understand it or notice that until you know a lot of people were in my inbox asking for guidance or, you know, or Tab, you're always that person I could come to. I was like, am I here? You know, so, <laughs> and then I started realizing based on other people's testimony, because I'm going to be honest, because to me, it's my personality. It's, okay. it's what I inherently want to do. Um, if I see somebody, I was like, uh-uh, what you, what you stressing for, baby? We got this. What you mean? Is it, it's not, it's, it's not a time to worry. It's time to push forward. Nobody never told you that, but you got this. And that's cool. That that naturally comes out of me. Now, um, I can't really say that it's something that I strive to do because right. it's it's who I naturally am. Mm-hmm. I got you. That's one of those um had an old boss that used to say, it's it's gotta be in you, not on you. And that's one of those things that's just it's in you. I got you. I got All you. Right now. All right. So let's let <laughs> let's transition again. So taking care of yourself was another thing that you posted about. Self-care. Yes. Um and taking care of yourself while getting to the bag was another thing. Give me the importance of it. I bet you, I bet you, you don't want to look out. You know you're messing with the wrong ones. Now watch out. Keep talking, I'ma give you some. Just keep running and running and running.